Kindergarten cop, kindergarten cop, size of the entire kindergarten cop, usually kind to no one's tots. Kindergarten cop, too. He's got a gun with a minute hand. Bill Bellamy friend and hot teacher friend. And when they meet, it's a happy land. Powerful man, one star we're in. Alright, welcome to the Bamfcast. Hey! hey Bamfcast. Bamfcast. Episode 325. Is it a, num- a so, number of episodes? We're getting up there. It we're, is. We're old podcast men. <laughs> We're beyond middle age. Mm-hmm. We done bought the sports car of podcasting. Decrepit. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And, and what we do each and every episode of the Bamfcast is, is we go and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Mm-hmm. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. Then we rate them. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks. and robot jocks. Oh, robot, jocks. Jocks. Yeah, robot jocks. We like it. But there are bad, bad movies. It doesn't stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One of five bags doesn't douchebags out of a twilight. Boo. Uh, boo. Yuck, not our thing. Mm-hmm. Gross. So, because it's Synergy Month or something. Relevancy Month. Sure. Uh, <laughs> as we struggle for relevance, we find <laughs> Kindergarten Cop 2, which just came out on uh, DVD yesterday. Yes, yes. And Netflix. And DVD and Netflix yesterday. Yeah. However, not Blu-ray. As the poster says, all new movie. All new it movie. It is an all new movie. All new. Starring All new movie. Dolph All Lundgren in place new. of Arnold Schwarzenegger some 25 years, 26, 26 years later. Is he in place of Arnold Schwarzenegger? Well, yes. whatever. Taking the, being the kindergarten cop. Mm-hmm. Right. Taking the titular character role. Sure. Yep. Of yes. K kindergarten cop. K cop. <laughs> yes. K cop. K cop. So uh, let's get a plot summary and talk more about this all new movie. Why don't you do that? Assigned to recover sensitive stolen data, a gruff FBI agent goes undercover as a kindergarten teacher, but the school's liberal, politically correct environment is more than he bargained for. Huh. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It's kind of weird that it goes in that direction. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that it becomes like, I don't know, a Tumblr fight <laughs> at one point. I, that's not where I thought the, the main plot of Kindergarten Cop 2 would go. Oh, well, of course. But uh, well, it didn't. That that wasn't the main plot. No, but yeah. it did seem like it was going in a direction of oh god, <laughs> this movie's gonna be mansplaining everything. <laughs> <laughs> Dolph splaining. Yes. So luckily, it did not. But yeah, whereas the first one just relied on Arnold Schwarzenegger being a tough street cop, you know, suddenly surrounded by kids, mm-hmm. and that being the weird situation. Now it's like, yeah, not only are they kids, but they're also like super PC, you know. We don't give grades and we don't say this because safe space and, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of school thing. And, you know, so it's like it's not only it's like crunchy school. Right. You know, I'm just saying it's like it's it's not only just that he's like suddenly around kids, this tough FBI agent. Now, it's also the most politically correct of politically correct little kindergartens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. Well, I, I like want to go and read it. Well, no, but I mean, like, I like that they that they use that stuff in a joking way. Sure. Yeah. You know. Well, there, there were points it, in the movie where I was just it, like, I was praying for the heat death of the earth. I was like, if this it, is where we're at, just fuck it. <laughs> just come on, environment. Just warm it up. <laughs> to me, it shows that they, at least somebody had a little bit of effort going into sure. this. Mm-hmm. That it wasn't just like, all right, let's just do the the Schwarzenegger movie over yeah, again. There are exactly. Enough, there are enough differences from the original, which I happen to watch over the weekend. So it's fresh in my mind. Oh, yeah. So you can. I've never seen it. Somehow. You should see Never it. Never saw the Kindergarten Cop. You should see it. You probably should see Kindergarten You should Cop. see Kindergarten Cop. It should is, I? It's surprisingly good. Yeah. Even now. Well, 
are you about to tell me how it stacks up to Kindergarten Cop 2? It's better than Kindergarten Cop oh, 2. Oh, man. Can you tell us 14 <laughs> things I'm that are different <laughs> between Kindergarten yes. Cop 1 and 2? Yes. 14 things I missed about yes. Kindergarten there's Cop 2. Easter well, eggs. I think there's probably a lot more than that. Oh, yeah. That yeah. you missed. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, it's got Dolph, mm-hmm. one of our most decorated Bamcast alums. Yes. This will be his seventh appearance. He's most tenured. Let's, let's say that. Yeah. Yeah, he's well, up there. He has long ago, someone, we can't fire him no matter what we do. No, long no. ago, someone asked us who our patron saints were Coolio. for the show. It, no, <laughs> did we say Coolio? That's I, what I, I know was Dolph, suggested. I think Ethan Dolph Sipley. was the one that kind of became the consensus back yeah. then. Steve James. Yeah. That was kind of before we got on yeah. the Steve James. It's camp. almost like if we were making a Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. It's like Steve James and Dolph are like irreplaceable on there. Mm-hmm. The other two, we'll figure it out, but... Yeah, I say Dolph is definitely like a lock. Yeah, like uh-huh. William Smith is probably up there because he's yeah, been in fourteen yeah. of these things. Yeah, right. he probably, <laughs> yeah, probably has. But yeah, it's got Dolph. It's got uh, Bill Bellamy. Yeah, Bill Bellamy is his sidekick. Yeah, yeah. not another singed as uh, the Wikipedia <laughs> page currently says, <laughs> describing some like lost plot thread that some website posted a year ago. Not even a hint of that in this yeah. movie. Yeah. So I know Bill Bellamy's just his. Also being unearthed after about 25 years. Yeah. I think yeah. it's been about that long since I've seen him. And he looks the same. He does. Yeah. yeah. Bill Bellamy has not aged. No. Yeah. Good for him. And then one of the guys who was in Russell Madness <laughs> <laughs> making a return appearance. Yeah. yeah. How? One of, yeah. The guy who got peed on by Russell in the very beginning at the pet store. He's in this movie too. Yep. <laughs> He's Hal. He does not get guy. peed on. Dolph gets peed on. Oh, I get yeah. it. He's Hal the computer yeah. guy. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. It's deep. Get it? It's clever, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so clever. It's deep. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's kindergarten cop too. Yep. Um Well, it starts with uh Dolph being undercover with like a mafia sting. He's been I assume sexing up the the, the the girlfriend of this head of this I think it was the Albanian mafia. Yes, yes, or it Algerian. Is, yes. Uh, Albanian. One. Okay, um, but uh, like you know, she she's like trying about to run away, and I guess go testify against him. Mm-hmm. And of course, they come busting in, and busting. it's you know they do the whole like, all right, we have you at gunpoint. What are you going to say? You have what you know? What's your last words? And he's like, pineapple, pineapple. <laughs> and it's like, what is this pineapple? Yeah, <laughs> I know it's a delicious fruit. What does that mean? And he's like, well, actually, it's you know, it's the code for the go code for the the raid. Yeah, they're like what? And of course, that's go go all, go! All the FBI guys bust in and yeah. break up this whole attempted shooting that and they were about to do. Ladies, like, wait, you're a cop, Dolph? Yeah, Dolph's like, what, what did the five fingers say to the face? Yeah, slap. Yeah, everyone gets slapped. Mm-hmm. Scene ends. Mm-hmm. One year later, after the hot credits. <laughs> yeah, and it's just uh, it's yes. Dolph and Bill Bellamy walking down the hallway of a high school, which is supposed to be FBI headquarters in Washington. Yeah, Seattle. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it could uh-huh. be. I mean, FBI field office in Seattle. Oh but, sure, yeah. but also it looks like a fucking high school. It's a it's, high school. Most <laughs> government buildings look like schools, by the way. But not not this badly. Well, like this looks like this is totally a school. It, it, it looks like be. they actually filmed in a school, not just a like an institutional space. Or, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. This is the other side of the building where the actual school was being filmed for the rest of the movie. But yeah, it's just they they've got a dude there who knows some stuff. And they interrogate him and eventually find out that his brother, who died in a car wreck, had stolen the FBI's witness protection list or something, and it's on a flash drive. Right. 
and yeah, it's going to affect yeah, it's going to affect the case against the Albanian mafia because mm-hmm. that case is coming up, and the lady's not going to testify because they'll find her. And they, they keep occasionally cutting back to a uh, mafia guy who's on the streets now. Like, I guess his arrest didn't take. He was out on bail. Yeah. And he, well, he's like sitting in his house having yeah. food and drinks and, and has ladies. ladies in his pool all the uh-huh. time. And they have, you know, inappropriate sexy music. <laughs> I, that's, yeah. that's the thing about this and original kindergarten conference. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Like, it's real weird how you have something that's kind of a kid's sort of a kid's movie. But then like. Stuff that I mean, both of them are PJ thirteen. I mean, the old one and this one. The first one, for, especially for like the first half hour, is super not a kids movie. Right. The first one is an Arnold movie for the first thirty mm-hmm. minutes. Yes. It is Arnold with a beard and a trench coat going around blasting bad guys, right. and you're like, oh, yeah. whoa. Um, this one doesn't have that, but it it does because like right after they're they're trying to get the information out of that dude, like all of a sudden FBI building goes into crazy lockdown mm-hmm. and dudes, you know, with guns come in cause they need to kill him. Yeah. But like every other FBI agent disappears off the face of this building. They're locked in their room. And like, <laughs> I'm just saying it becomes Dolph and Bill Bellamy have to take this witness out through the hallway and shoot bad guys at the same time. Mm-hmm. And eventually they kill a bad guy with a vending machine. Yeah. Which yeah. Dolph has had a, a feud with because it wouldn't give him his Twix bar. Yeah. Product placement yeah. <laughs> took me right out of this movie. He should have one man so forced much product his way placement. that out of there. Yeah. Yes. Must did Twix pay them off to be in this movie? Because so like in an earliest earlier establishing scene, he goes to the vending machine to get his Twix. It does not completely fall out of the vending machine. He's going to shoot the vending yes. machine. He pulls his handgun. Yes. On the machine. Which and doesn't Arnold do in the first one? No. No. Okay. No. There's nothing like this in the first one. Right. None of these little contrived moments. They, they don't exist. Was that was it Last Action Hero? I seem to remember Arnold shooting a vending machine. It was probably Last Action Hero. So, um, but like it, he's he's going to shoot the vending machine. And that's when the chief, mm. the, the shouting chief shows up. Yeah. He's like, are you about to shoot the vending machine? Because only crazy out of work FBI dudes do that. I just realized a- the shout, right? that shouting chief is basically the guy out of Last Action Hero. He pretty I think- much, yeah. I think they watched that, too, and just stole some points from that, too, because I realized the chief actually yelled so loud in Last Action Hero, it kept shattering glass. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. Anyway. But yeah. yeah. So Dolph likes Twix. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a thumb <laughs> yes. drive out there with the FBI's entire witness program. on. Yeah. It's the like the not knock list. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's real smart to keep that all in one place. Yes, Absolutely. In one file. Because you never know when you're like, man, we need a list of everybody in witness protection. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure witness protection isn't handled by the FBI. I think that's a different department of the government. Treasury, <sighs> maybe? Yeah. Like Secret Service? <laughs> no, I mean, it's like something weird. It's like you wouldn't think of it. Maybe. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, environmental even, protection. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but even Dolph is like, he's he's talking to the chief. He's like, they didn't. Come on. This is dumb. He doesn't have a list of the thing. And the chief is like, yeah, they hacked in a month ago. They've totally got it. And he was like, ah, well, <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Basically, it turns into, well, okay, the guy who died who had the thumb drive worked at this... His brother worked at the school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to go to that school, or, or we're going to have to bring in the kids yeah. and interrogate them and see if they know where the thumb drive is. Mm-hmm. So and there's they, a long montage. Well, it's, a, it's a series of, like, you ask kids things, and they're like, I like to make poop. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just Bill Bellamy... In a in an interrogation room, asking kids not really relevant questions so that they can say some jokey joke. Right. But this because well, this becomes the first instance of there's this one poor little Asian <laughs> child in this movie that, unlike every other kid in this movie, has subtitles. Despite 
him speaking English. Now, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a five-year-old speaking yes. English, but he's a little mumbly, a but little. not mumbly enough for you to require subtitles every no, time he speaks. It's it's not even like one of those like you know you have the like the interview with the guy from another country who's barely making it you know sentence structure together yeah. that you they throw subtitles on for convenience. This kid is very understandable. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> he's not bad but yeah. the entire movie subtitles him mm-hmm. and i don't know i i don't think it's a joke i think someone no. just got overzealous in the editing like some executive wandered into the edit bay and was like i can't understand that kid and they're like well we'll dub him they're like we don't have money for that <laughs> use final cut and type some words in there yeah, yeah. hey why is that brown kid not speaking english <laughs> yeah. with subtitles on him yeah there's it's, I, yeah it just <laughs> it, it comes off as so casually racist that it's it like really guys yeah come on yeah, yeah. There, there's work a, this out there is a quasi joke to be had with it later in the movie that we'll come back around to but it's yeah i, I don't i'll just say it now there, there's a point where they're looking at pictures uh, like the, the, these kids like crayon colored some pictures and stuff and they pan over to his name which is i think trip trip um and like his name was kind of written sort of sloppily too, and they subtitled the name. And we were yes. like, and I jokingly said, I was like, I wonder if that's the same kid. And like, it they, totally never, was. they never really showed his name before, except for they totally were like, you know, hey, here's this kid's name, like right after that. And I was like, oh my God, it is the same kid. Yeah. And like, it kind of makes me think that like so whoever was doing the subtitles just as like their own little like, fuck you guys. Like, you know, yeah. like someone made them put the subtitles on them. They're like, yeah, well, I'm going to turn it into a joke by yeah. subtitle of his written name too. But anyway, it's a mystery we will never solve. Probably not. <laughs> we need the commentary on the DVD that probably doesn't exist. But <laughs> they finally they interview some more kids, and eventually one of them he's there. You know, like did you see uh, Mister whatever his name ever use a flash drive? And like, yeah, he had a flash. He had a flash drive. He put it back in the first aid kit, and so hut hut hut, and over to the school and <laughs> go to the library and like open up the first aid kit, and it's a flashlight. And Bill Bellamy's just like, <sighs> that's a flashlight, kid. She's yeah. like, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Flashlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, womp yeah. womp. So, like, because, again, like so many of our movies, they jump to conclusions. They're like, well, we exhausted that. What's next? And Dolph Lundgren's like, I got to go under undercover at the school. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only thing I can do. And they're like, ah, yeah, is it? Like, <laughs> which, again, the, the chief laughs at him. He's like, no, you can't. But he is so eager to go do this, which is a change from the first movie, because like Arnold was like not having any of it at mm-hmm. any point. He was he was. It was supposed to be someone else. His partner's partner got food poisoning, so he had to. He got forced into doing it. Yeah, that's what made the comedy work. There was because it was a big, gruff cop who had no mm-hmm. business being around a bunch of kids. Dolph treats it like it'll be fine, and for the most part, when he gets there, it is. It's yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they have the whole thing right before he goes, where Bill Bellamy's like, you know, you want an earpiece? I can help you out. Like, I have five kids. Mm-hmm. I know that kids are insane monsters. I can tell you what to say to deal yeah. with the kids. And Dolph's like, no, yeah. look at me. I'm a giant man. I can yeah. handle a bunch of kids. And yeah. And he also handles the job interview because he has a letter of recommendation from the mayor from and, the mayor yeah. of Seattle. And, and, he, yeah, <laughs> and he charms the principal. Yeah. Well, he taught the mayor's daughter. Crab Maga. Yeah. Crab Maga, which yeah. is basically, I taught her how to kick dudes in the balls mm-hmm. and gouge so, out eyes. Don't forget that. Right. Okay. 
Yes, kick them in the balls and gouge out their eyes. They're yeah. going to take Crop their balls and put them in the eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, and then punch them in the throat. Yeah. Yes, but <laughs> it's a long slogan, but it works for Crab Maga. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can't really get all of that on. Right. That's what once you, Krav Maga once you get the, stands for. That's the thing. Once you once you've gotten the word out about Crab Maga, yeah. you go Crab Maga, and people go, huh? And, oh, and you go the... where you kick someone in the balls, rip their balls off, and they're like, oh yeah, that, 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 yeah, with the gouges and the throat, and then the fist of fist I'm like, and then they can see everything coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So he he's got the job. Yeah, and and apparently this is the ritziest school in yes Seattle. It, it is the cost, swankiest. Like, it costs fifty thousand dollars a year to send a child there. Yes, right. So plenty of children left behind. Yeah. <laughs> so like he's told that this class has twelve kids in it. Now, in the first movie. Arnold's class had like 40 kids in it. It was yeah. like a legitimate army of children. It was like a real school. <laughs> like they could overtake Arnold. <laughs> they could swarm him and take him down. Mm-hmm. This is just 12 kids in the fanciest public or private school ever. Yeah. And so Dolph's just like, I got this. I'm yeah. totally cool here. And just kind of, you know, walks in. And is just like, hey, kids, I'm your new teacher. Today's technology day. Where did your teacher keep his flash drive? Yes. <laughs> Remember your teacher who died that you loved? <laughs> Did he ever talk to you about a flash drive? Where did he keep his secrets? Yeah. <laughs> and I, it's just a constant, like, looking through drawers and things for a while. The, the kids are kind of well-behaved at this point. There, there's, no, there's no chaos going on. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, well, you know, but they're, yeah. they're kind of being dumb. They're like, let's sing a song. And he's like, no. Oh, let's tell you the poem. There's our, our uh, big pet guinea pig over yeah. there. Let's let's we're gonna we recite the poem. And blah blah is the hamster. The hamster's name is this, and it's he's like big. he's like yeah, great. That's yeah. that's fantastic. Anyway, where's the flash drive, kids? <laughs> and they're like it's nap time, and he's like oh, well, all right. Yeah, he has to do story time. Well, Sto- he has yes. to tell them story time. Yeah, so he tells them the story about a rainbow bird. Yeah, the rainbow bird that gives away all its feathers, yeah. and eventually it's not special anymore, but it has tons of friends and it loves to share. Yeah. And he doesn't finish reading the last page before he's like, what is this liberal socialist bullshit? <laughs> and just the kids are just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't give away your stuff. If you have good stuff, don't hide it. If don't you're give it away. special, you keep your stuff. You be special and yeah, don't share. Sharing is for suckers. <laughs> yeah, he, he fucking turns into Ayn Rand for yeah. a minute there. And these kids are just like, what? <laughs> this goes against everything we've ever heard. <laughs> Who is this crazy Republican mm-hmm. man yeah. here to yell at us? Well, like, is this the point where one of the kids just offers up, like, my daddy's going to teach me how to use his gun? Yeah. He's like, well, that's good. Yeah, it's good. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's right there. He's like, well, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, So they make a big deal about they have a schedule. Mm -hmm. uh, And then it's lunchtime. They have lunchtime. Yeah. And so, like, the kids are like, can you heat up my tofu in the microwave? And he's like, (laughs) whatever. And then they're like, no, you can't put plastic in the microwave. And he's like, Fuck's sake. So he takes the tofu out, puts it on a napkin, and just, you know, sets the microwave to infinity. Yeah. <laughs> and wanders away from it. Uh, you know, kids are just eating grass and shit. Yeah, the one kid goes, <laughs> I'm gluten-free. And he's like, yeah, good job. Yeah, way to go, kid. Yeah, yeah he's like, I, I work I work out for 45 minutes every morning or whatever. Yeah, I do cardio. and I'm, I'm like, you're going to die. And he's like, I do cardio and weightlifting yeah, the, for an the hour Yeah, the kid tells morning. him gluten will give you Alzheimer's and you'll die one day. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, I'll take my chances yeah. then. 
And the then, kid's like, okay. And like, whatever. He says something like, whatever happened to a turkey sandwich? I'm like, it's Meatless Monday. He's like, good thing I got a PB&J. Yeah. Like, What's, What's PB&J? PB&J? That's peanut butter jelly. And predictably, <laughs> all the kids freak the fuck out Man. because peanuts. This, okay. This is the day on set where, like, <laughs> you didn't want to be there that day. It goes on a little too long, and it's a little too unconvincing. The kid's just running around in a panic because someone oh, said God. peanuts, and there's peanuts in the room. But... The idea of the joke is pretty good that mm. they're just terrified of peanuts because that's where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Like you really have to make care. You have to be sure that you've never come in contact with a peanut before you touch any child yeah. anywhere. Uh, <laughs> so all the chaos is happening. And then finally. Yeah. And he picks up the kid named Cowboy. Yes. Cowboy. And and he's like, <laughs> what is the problem? And the, the, the te- and the teachers and the, the principal is coming and being like, what the hell is going on in here? And she's like, is that peanut butter on your face? And he's like, yeah. yeah. He's like, no, this is a peanut-free zone. Yeah. Put Cowboy down. He just drops this kid. <laughs> he does. It's good. He <laughs> just, just like chucks him. <laughs> Out of here, kid. Um, She makes him apologize to Cowboy. Yeah, but he, he can't have any, uh, he can't have any peanuts, pine nuts, or... Legumes, legumes, legumes. <laughs> it's a legume-free zone. Yes, which is the way she said it. Is like legumes. They, they get a lot of mileage out of her, like just doing all the, you know, all the crunchy granola, yeah, overprotective stuff. Mm-hmm. They get a lot of mileage out of that, but it works. Yeah, because she sells, she sells it well. Mm-hmm. She's like a weird, like almost Allison Janney sounding, like that type of true you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> down to the number business lady you know kind of thing so mm-hmm. there's also uh across the hall the other kindergarten teacher mm-hmm. uh who is basically a stripper <laughs> with her hair up and glasses on but I she mean, is nothing, made up as fuck nothing at all indicates that she's a stripper but it's like no she has that like classic teacher like she actually is really hot but you're sure they're gonna whip the glasses off and pull the hair down no she is her uh, she's wearing like pounds of eye makeup and she's wearing hot pink like lipstick and stuff Mm -hmm. and it's it's one of those things where you're like okay there's just gonna be that moment where she takes off her glasses and takes the pin out of her hair shakes it and it's gonna be slow motion and everyone in the world is just gonna be like (laughs) it's that kind of setup yeah well in her defense go on they put about just as much pink lipstick on Dolph Dolph looked movie weird. Well. Dolph was orange and pink a yeah. lot. It was he like slathered on the the tanner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah. but yeah, she, he meets her. She's nice, and they do a little yeah. cute thing where she helps him. Like because he also one of the things he does to bribe the kids into <laughs> a liking him and b telling him where the damn flash drive is is he has a huge bag of cookies. Yeah, chocolate, chocolate cookies. Chocolate but cookies. one girl asks if they're. If they're less than 78% cacao. Cacao. And he's like, it's just chocolate. It's milk it's chocolate. Zero it's cookies. cacao. They're cookies. They're and, good. Eat them. Yeah. And he, you know, and he throws it and they're like the fucking gremlins with the chicken. Yes. You know, in uh, with the mogwais after midnight where they're just like, <laughs> and kids are just going ballistic. And it's like, these cookies had meth in them. There's like no other way to describe the behavior of these children afterwards. They all turn into cornholio. It's just yeah, <laughs> they do. That's the reaction. It's just except worse. I mean, they're they're going fucking ape shit. Like one kid's just pissing in the trash can. <laughs> yeah, the, with yes. the, he's got the trash can lid on his head yes. and he's pissing into the trash can. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, uh, another kid pours paint all over another uh, mm-hmm. sub-child. Yeah. 
It's like they're on acid. They're just and throwing everything. There's like feather boas all over this classroom for some reason. They're yeah. just throwing them at Dolph and yep. hitting but, Dolph with balls. But yes, hot teacher comes in and does the... What's all well, this then? <laughs> he, he brings her in because the one girl goes, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, and he's right, like, well, right. then go. Yeah. And I was, I figured she was just going to pee right there or something. She's like, Which, no, I really need to go and I need you to go with me. He's yeah. like, she basically he's did, like but she, I'm a little preoccupied right now. Yeah. So. But she did. They just didn't show okay, it because yeah. he he has picked her up and taken her over to the class. Yeah. Like, the other teacher. This child peed on me. <laughs> Take her away. And yeah, it's weird because in, in the first movie, that's the exact same scene of how Arnold meets Penelope Ann Miller, who's the other kindergarten mm-hmm. teacher, is that a child has to go to the bathroom and he's like, I'm not dealing with this. Go talk to this lady who will help you. So, but yeah, but she comes in and does the like, you know, the clap thing that they all know that. Yeah, they have a weird like, rhythmic clap that just all makes them just oh, calm yeah. down. Yeah, and, they're yeah. like dogs. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, it's like, oh, it's the clicker. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that's Miss Papa. Yeah, and she goes, okay, now meditate. And so the kids are doing all this meditation. And he's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's all you had to do? It's the best thing ever. Hey, yeah. By the way, you know the guy who used to teach her who died? Does he have any, like, secret diaries or anything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's she's like, like, what? He's like, no, he doesn't have a secret diary or a burn book. I was like, really? Yeah. Burn book? Yeah. Okay. He was like, you know, to help, to help me teach these kids. <laughs> Did he have a secret diary? Yeah. He's like the least subtle yeah. investigator of all time. Yeah. Where's the previous teacher's secrets? Yeah. <laughs> but basically, he finishes his day. You know, he's talked to everybody. And like now he goes and meets with Bill Bellamy. And is, doesn't this where he basically like, well, I need no, help? No, he gets home and Bill Bellamy's like, yeah, it really sucked, didn't it? He's like, he's like, no, I got it. I'm cool. We're good. Yeah. This is the first day. Yeah. Right. Now I know not to give him gluten. Yeah. And Bill Bellamy's <laughs> like, you know, I got five kids. I can help you do this. You mm-hmm. don't need to do it alone. And then he kind of like gets real personal with me. He's like, well, I don't see you up for promotion to be chief or anything. Yeah. Bill Bellamy's like, that hurts, man. Yeah, man. That's cold. That's, that's not cool. How dare you? And so he's like, yeah, well, you be you. Fuck off. Right. <laughs> yeah. They have weird beef for no <laughs> yeah. reason. Yeah. <laughs> Should have watched Def Jam's How to Be a Team Player. <laughs> Damn yeah. it. No. But so, yeah, Dolph goes back the next day. Yeah. And... Now, we didn't mention. OK, so also on the first day, he wandered into the computer lab because he's just going through every oh, drawer in oh, the yeah. building. Anywhere that there might be a flash drive. Yeah. He's he's ransacked. Yeah. And that's where he meets the guy from Russell Madness. Yeah. Who's how the computer teacher for the school. Yeah. And he's just, you know, he's your stereotypical nerd guy who's into nerd things and mm-hmm. kind of doesn't have a clue about how life works. <laughs> and yeah. But he has a My Little Pony on one of the computers and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. And immediately is like, Oh, another dude, let's hang out. Yeah. It's like, Oh great. Yeah. Here, <laughs> let's put your out. number into my phone so I can text you later to, about doing something. That joke didn't pay off. Cause I was sure that Dolph just typed all fives, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is what yeah. I would have done. They never paid that joke off, which is a shame. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's like very much like, Oh, we, we yeah. got to hang out. We got to hang out. Dolph's like, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, yeah, we're, get right back to you on that. We're going to hang out. <laughs> yeah. But the second day, Dolph's like, I I, I got to intent- I got to put the fear in these kids. Like, mm-hmm. they're they're too, you know, they're, I was too easy on them the first day and they went ballistic. Yeah. So I got to put the fear in them. <laughs> so he brings in an air horn and he's just like. He's blasting them in their face. Oh, just yeah. Like- he's screaming in their faces. Yeah. He's like, hey, kids, (laughs) like the class has started for maybe four seconds. Mm -hmm. And this is his first tactic is, all right, kids, listen up. (laughs) Yeah. And they're all just screaming and crying. Yeah. 
And then it just cuts to because him and the Dolph Lundgren's up. in their face, blowing yeah. an air horn and screaming at him. Sure, the tears were probably real. <laughs> the director didn't tell the kids what was going to yeah. happen. <laughs> okay, now the nice man's going to come in and talk to you. <laughs> but yeah, it just cuts immediately to Dolph in the principal's office. Like, what? Why do you have an air raid siren? <laughs> what are you doing? She gives him strike one of three yeah. before she has to fire him. Yep. But it's important to know that she's she's angry at the action, not the man. Not the man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the act. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think it's like, all right, whatever. He gets through <laughs> day two. And this is when he finally goes to Bill Bellamy. He's like, look, I can't. I, I don't know how to deal with this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you got to help me. And so basically he sets him up with 21st century Sereno de Bergiac, you know, technology. He's got a, a pin camera thing in his pocket. Mm-hmm. He's got an earpiece now. He's tapped into the school's uh, security system. system mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's you know talking him through everything yeah, in the day. He's now. violating these children's rights left and right. <laughs> Big time. Sure. <laughs> But now he's like, you know, it's immediate like he's in class and he's like saying all the right things and he well, he's trying to. He's like he's got more order in his class already, mm-hmm. but like, you know, he's walking around and criticizing their art. They're like, Oh, that's pretty good, but you spelled this wrong. He's like, No, no, you can't tell him you spelled something wrong. It's creative spelling. It's yeah, just that they try. You, you don't do that until second grade. Right. And, yeah. Like yeah. two kids get into a fight yeah. and he's like you know, it's like no, you have to. You have to ask why they feel angry. Yeah. Or, well, he's gonna put them in a timeout. Right. He's like, like timeout. We don't do timeout. That was in the nineties. Yeah. Now we ask him about their feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Which, okay. Yeah, and he, he tells them, okay, we're all going to sit down Indian style. And he's like, no, 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 no. You can't tell them Indian style. You got to say crisscross applesauce. <laughs> Fuck crisscross applesauce. No. Also, fuck Indian style. But, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he, he's, he's. How about just cross legged? Yeah, crisscross sure. applesauce takes like four weeks it to does say. take a while. I think say. Jesus would be offended by cross legged. <laughs> Thank you very much. But he's like, you can't say Indian style anymore. That's our word. And then Bill Bellamy's like, oh, Jesus, no, you can't say that. And Dolph's like, ah, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Just let me. He just... has to learn what it. Yeah. But by the end you of the day, he's the now uh, pretty much got them, you know, playing yeah. by the rules. And he's playing by the rules. He so. has 21st century them up. So mm-hmm. he knows what and to he do. Gives and... a thumbs up at the security camera. <laughs> to which Bill Bellamy I, I do like... can't be seen. <laughs> yeah. I do like that every scene where he's he's conversing with Bill Bellamy through mm-hmm. his earpiece, he's doing the whole gotta hold the earpiece thing. Oh sure. Well he sets it like all we up... wouldn't get yeah. like we wouldn't get it. But it's weird that he sets all this stuff up in the middle of class. Like he comes to class, opens up the kit, puts the thing in his ear, yeah. puts the pit. It's like, dude, <laughs> do that outside. Yeah. Um but yeah, so Bellamy's in a truck for this entire time. Maybe that, maybe they brought in Bill Bellamy later I don't and know. filmed a bunch of scenes to replace the the guy from the Wikipedia description. I don't know. Yeah, maybe Sanj was. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe they were like, "Oh man, this is really racist, guys. Mm. This goes against the tone of our entire movie." No, so yeah, that's a good question, hmm. but. I don't know. Bill Bellamy's in so much are, other stuff that I know, I but they are separated a lot. Yeah, maybe. Maybe the whole bit where Bill Bellamy and they have their weird beef, that's the end of their relationship. Maybe. maybe. So. Yeah. And they just wrote Sanged out. Poor Sanged. Yes. But yeah. So uh, he's still no closer to finding the finding the, the flash drive. Yeah. And there's like a weird concurrent plot where the bad guy is like now starting to investigate and having his henchmen investigate all this mm-hmm. too. Cause like he's gone to, I guess it was the mother of the yep. two, the brothers, the one that's in witness protection and the other one yeah. that's dead now. Mm-hmm. The, the, the one that he's, it, I should probably make the plot clear cause it's not very clear. The dead one that he's impersonating or taking over his class mm-hmm. at the, at the kindergarten cop school is that <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, 
given the thumb drive, but then died mysteriously in a car crash, not set up via the mob, just honest to goodness car crash coincidental <laughs> no. i'm just saying like this is old-fashioned yeah. i'm just saying like it's not like a, a hit or anything like that it's just he happened to die yeah, he just died so like it's just weird that they somehow put all this together because like he you know this guy goes to talk to the mom and it's like yeah he really wasn't that good at the computers his brother was he's like oh brother he had a brother and now the whole time this dude is like stereotypical bad russian movie accent oh yeah and like he's gone to Even this lady. he's albanian <laughs> right well i mean but he's gone to this lady and it's just like Hello, I am from FBI. Yes, I am Igor it's from FBI. Good to meet you. Yeah, <laughs> you <laughs> no, are he, an American. No, he woman? says his name. He says his name is Dolph's name. Yeah, he does. Zach, whatever it is. Yeah, right. Zach Reed. But yeah, I mean, and, and the lady's <laughs> The lady's like, you don't sound like you're from the FBI. Like, International branch, new yes. thing. Okay, moving on. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, he, he, I'm just saying, he's investigating. He's got henchmen looking into stuff. It's it's just he's trying to find this witness because his lawyers are like, you're gonna lose. You're gonna go to jail if this person testifies. Mm-hmm. So it all hinges on killing that witness. So, yeah. So yeah. that's just all going right, on. That's in the all. Background. That's all happening too. Um, now that he's got a hold of the class. Like, oh, that's right. Now he starts to like going after the other teacher he's like well you know like maybe if i get to know her maybe she mm. she says like like i kind of knew kevin i think the guy's name was kevin, like yeah. i kind of knew kevin so yeah. he's like well i guess i'm gonna ask her out because well he's searching her oh that's right he had a he's lead. searching her yeah. office because one of the kids he, he's like because he's still doing the whole like I, well it, and he's given up any pretense of anything he's like all right kids if you behave, you can help me find the flash drive that yeah. your old teacher had. <laughs> yeah, he's basically holding up a flash. He's like, yeah. you see this? This is a flash drive. Where's Kevin's flash drive? Yeah. Find it. Be good Never kids up, and Dolph. help me. And yeah. the one kid's like, well, sometimes the other teacher gave him some. And right. he's like, oh, well. Yeah. So he goes to ransack her right. her drawers. He opens. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. He, he goes to he opens one drawer. It's just fucking mountain of, of multicolored thumb oh drives God. in there. And he's just like, no wonder the school costs 50 grand a year. Yeah. They spend (laughs) triple that in fucking flash drives. Well, they all have at least three on a chain around their neck at all times. So I, (laughs) it's just fucking flash drive city. Were flash drives really that popular in 2015? Yes. Yeah, they were. Were they? Oh, yeah. No, I, you have no, I remember 2015. Do you I remember were, like it was five months ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't remember people going apeshit over flash drives. You last weren't year. in a private school, so hmm. mm. that's true. Neither he's, were he's you. you Times have changed. Yeah. I know. But yeah. Anyway, but, oh, oh, there's there's another point to this. He was also being followed like as he was trying to skulk into her office and, and raid the thumb drive drawer, he was being followed by the school's pig mascot therapist therapy pig therapy pig pig. did they say therapy pig yes okay i missed that i I feel like there was a scene earlier setting up this pig because like when the pig shows up and just follows dolph around dolph's just like get out of here pig not like i could have what the fuck (laughs) i could have sworn she she told somebody they needed to spend some time with the therapy pig (laughs) i could have sworn that the the principal said it that's a lie that should be said sure yeah, probably they needed to dub that in if they cut the intro of the yeah. therapy pig out. But yeah, yeah, so there's a pig following him around. Right. He's just like, get out of here. But like the pig followed him all the way into her office and then I guess disappeared because she comes to the office and he's like, hey, I thought I told you to get out. And he's like, oh, hey, it's you. Yeah. She's like, but this is my office. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I came to see you. And right. She's like, cool. Yeah. What about and, it? And he's and, like, uh, what? And I love that Bill <laughs> yes, Bellamy, yes. <laughs> Bill Bellamy's on the other end going, just ask her out. Yeah. You're going to fucking do it anyway. Yeah. But Dolph is so above like everything that's going on because she's like, "What are you doing in here?" And he's like, 
uh what's that now <laughs> he's like i came to, I came to talk to you and she's like, like the oh, shark. cool what, what about he's, he's like, like the um, land oh. shark yeah he's like uh candy gram yeah, yeah. she's um, like oh okay uh, well shame to ask you out and she's yeah. like oh like on a date and he's like yeah yeah okay sure let's she's go like, with that yeah. and then very quickly she's like oh sure yeah when and he's like tonight and she's like oh she's like oh my god that's <laughs> kind of fast and he's like uh she's like all right well okay yeah, let's let's yeah. totally do that she's like i should say that i'm busy but i'm not yeah yeah all i do is teach mm-hmm. so yeah so, let's take these pencils out of yeah. my hair and my glasses off and yeah yeah but but he does do a lot of the 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 confused other question during that whole conversation mm-hmm. it's not just the first one she's like well what time and he's like oh when what, what, when what <laughs> When, when, what do you mean? <laughs> Which I got to admit, if I had an earpiece and someone talking in my ear, that would probably be exactly sure. how conversations would go with me. I'd be, oh, yeah, what's that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because mm-hmm. Bellamy the whole time is like, yeah, man, real smooth. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's like cut to their date and it's like she's over at his house. Like he has this sort of like trailer thing on the river or yeah. some sort of water. Well, he, he had a final scene with Bellamy where he's like, you know. Don't sleep with her. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Because you sleep with everybody. Mm-hmm. And Dolph's like, what? Yeah, absolutely not her. It'll mess up the case. Do not do it. Yeah. He's like, all right. I'm not going to sleep I'm just going to get to know her and We're ask We're just going to date. Yeah. So it's like, she's come over and he's cooked, I guess. And like, right off the bat, she's just like, oh, you're actually like cooking dinner and everything. Because most people just, you know, want me want to ask me out for drinks and sex. Yeah. And he's like, and he's oh, like, why, ah. why didn't you tell me? Yeah. <laughs> I cooked. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, let's hurry up and eat then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This food will keep. Yeah, I mean. we just put this in my <laughs> my cooler. I have Tupperware. <laughs> yeah, but then they just they date. Yeah, like uh, he's asking her questions, and she's like, "Oh, you really want to ask me questions? All, all right." And he, they get to a point where it's like he starts mentioning burning off calories. Oh, okay. So they've had their meal. They've had dessert. Mm-hmm. They're kind of close to each other, and he <laughs> pulls a Twix bar out of his pocket. Yep. He's like. Twix time? <laughs> She's like, we just had dessert. What are you doing? He's like, oh, give it's me a kind break. of my thing. <laughs> He's just like, oh, let's, kick let's have some Twix. And she's like, well, how are you not like 400 pounds? And he's like, I have a exercise routine. Do, I'd like do, to show you. Yeah. And she's like, oh, please show me. And then fucking cut to country bar. Yeah. Where Dolph is fucking line dancing. Yeah. <laughs> With a big cowboy hat They got on. both kinds yeah. of music, country and western. <laughs> yes, they do. And <laughs> there's a mechanical bull moving at the slowest possible setting ever. Mm-hmm. And there's just five, ten minutes of them in a country bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dolph goes away for a second to get drinks. Yeah, well, he convinces her to get on the bull. Mm-hmm. Which she does. So they can have a dad-ass shot. Uh-huh. And then she falls off the bull. Yep. And he finds that amusing. And then he's like, oh, get us drinks. So he goes to get drinks, and then he looks over, and she's chatting up somebody. Mm-hmm. And he goes over, and he's like, hello, friend. <laughs> and yeah. Albadian mobster turns around, like, oh, hello, you. Yeah. Nice she to says, meet you. oh, this is Mr. Whatever. He has a kid at our school. Yeah. And Dolph is like, nope. Nope, he doesn't. Yeah. He, We're leaving now. Caveman drags her right out mm-hmm. of that country and western bar. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, she calls him as soon as they get outside. She's like, yo, I don't appreciate being manhandled like that. He's like, yeah, that guy you were talking to, he's so-and-so. He's the head of the crime organization. Yeah, he's killed a lot of people. Yeah, yeah she's and like, she, how do you know that? Yeah, and he's like, I saw the paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I read the paper. In the papers. I'm, yeah. I'm an old papers. man. I read papers. Yeah, and then she's like, look, I really don't appreciate being dragged out like that. 
but it was kind of hot. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you can't. Yeah, <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> you yeah. can't not appreciate something and then compliment it at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's problematic. You mm. suck, Chuck. I, I like you. Oh, that's oh. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's yeah. how it works. So she's but, like, "I'm gonna make out with you because that was totally hot what you did, and I'm so angry." Mm-hmm. And they start to, and then he's like, "Why? Why don't?" And then he his conscience comes in. He's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, why? Let's finish this later. I'm just gonna drive you home." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "What? <laughs> yeah, fine, guy. Yeah, so." Yeah. Yeah. Next day is like they're they're basically well, setting their kids up onto the bus, right? They're well, like no, the, the, the next day. The next day. The next oh, that's day right, starts. That's right, sorry, that's right. The capture flag. With how with how uh bring them in like in the principal's office. Mm-hmm. Because there was a scene earlier mm-hmm. like immediately after he asked her right. out where Hal is like furious. Yeah. Well, he saw her talking. He's like yeah. talking talking to Olivia and he's he's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Uh just so you know, Dibs. Mm-hmm. I called Dibs." On her. Mm-hmm. And Dolph's like, what? <laughs> and, Dolph, and Dolph is just like, well, I just kind of asked her out. And Hal's like, you did what? Yeah. What? I, he's like, listen, I asked her out first and she said she's not dating anyone right now, but I would be first when she does start dating. I would be first so, to know. Yeah. Yes. Um, so. Actually, um, actually <laughs> see what has happened is I have... Um, actually, what you did, son, is you fucked up and you did... you. You defied the international rules of dibs yeah. by not actually calling it. Mm. Yep. Even so, women mm. are not a thing to be called dibs on. Yeah. Correct. You but monster. he he just continually is like, I no. But I, I love my how turn. Dolph blows him off. He's just like, yeah, well, that's, I'm sorry about that, but I hope we can still be friends. Slap by. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even Bill Bellamy's like, man, that was harsh. That was, that cold, was cold. Man. I hope we can still be friends. Let me remind you that I am a foot taller than you, <laughs> yeah. and I am made of muscles. <laughs> also, yeah. I dated Grace Jones. I can snap your bitch ass in half. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no. after the like the next day at school. He's called into the principal's yeah. office and Hal is in there and, the, and the, the principal's holding a stun gun, which mm. we saw in a drawer in Hal's office. Yep. Right. He pulls it out. It's like, huh, well, yeah, when he was looking for the for the flash drive. Yes. Why was that there? Uh, never that, was, that was my reaction how, when he pulled it out. So it you like, could have this scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty it's much it. Chekhov's taser. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because he comes in and Hal's like, I found that in his briefcase. Fire him. It's against the mm-hmm. rules. Fire him now. And Dolph's like, not mine. Yeah, Dolph, he, he straight up Dolph's him. He's like, look at me. I don't need a taser to defend myself. I'm fucking Dolph. And the, and the teacher's kind of like, yeah, he's kind of got a point, Hal. Yeah. And Hal's like, no, it's... <laughs> the best part, and, though, is when he he comes in and she's like, what is this? And he names the model of yeah. the taser. And Hal's like, see, see, he knows what it is. Yeah. It's his. Yeah. But yes, yeah, she inadvertently... Fires it into his genital area, into uh, Hal's genital area. Yes, and like just continually holding the trigger, and he's and she's like, oh, he's <laughs> obviously like, oh, and Hal straight up says, he goes, you hit me in the balls. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it just keeps going and going yeah. until finally Dolph just kind of well, takes Dol- it, yeah, and she stops like, it. Well, he yeah, drops he- it first, and then it like it sounds like it amps up yeah. another level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As he drops another, and it goes clang clang. <laughs> And then he picks it up and shuts it off. Yeah, and he just he just kind of slumps over. Uh, Dolph goes, "I'll go get the baby wipes." And then the <laughs> principal looks at him and goes, "Did you shit yourself?" And he just goes, "A little bit, a little bit." <laughs> Makes a universal sign for a little uh, bit. 
Yeah, that won't it's, won't, like, won't. it's the cheapest joke, but it still works. They sold it well at the end. Yeah, just just the, her line reading of "Did you shit yourself?" <laughs> is so good that it mm-hmm. makes it work. Right. I think the rest of this day is uh, consisting of there was a setup earlier where he was trying to he was trying to explain something about how they lost capture the flag, and he takes them on this whole. This was when he first started getting along with the kids. Mm-hmm. Like takes them on this whole log explaining uh, the Trojan horse to them, yep. and takes them over to the to Hal's office where he's got these models and the My Little Pony, and demonstrates how they set it up against the door, and mm-hmm. the Greeks came mm-hmm. out, blah blah blah. Anyway, so like now they're actually going to have another capture the flag match, which is against the other kindergarten class. And now that they're dating, you know, they make a friendly wager on it. And right. loser buys dinner. I guess they use the Trojan horse technique, which was really just they brought an extra fake flag and had a runner <laughs> go out with the fake flag and snuck mm. the other person around. Yeah. With no one chasing them. So anyway, this, this they, entire sequence is dumb. I like this game doesn't make any sense. The kids don't seem to understand it. But they're standing right there where the teachers plant the flags. I don't know mm-hmm. why they're having any trouble finding them. The space that they're playing in is maybe like four by four. Yeah, but, but the kids are just fumbling around like, duh. I mean, I they're know they're kindergarten kids. Yeah, I know. Children are a dumb, and mm-hmm. b young kids are especially dumb. <laughs> oh, okay, I see. See, I didn't think they're at this school, which has probably not taught them anything. I so was they're... amazed they were out in the woods. That didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, like, there, could be, those, there could be bees out there. Yes, there there's could probably be bees. a giant fence and like a like <laughs> a they probably just spray <laughs> natural pesticides. This is an artificial it's patchouli. It's just patchouli force. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. It's it's more like um, the Truman Show. It's just a big okay. dome. Yes, oh, okay. that's. Okay. They just drive into the dome each morning. And yeah, because, man, when they were out in the woods, I was like, Wait, Vacuum all the no. bees out. <laughs> I didn't think point of capture the flag was to find the flag. I thought it was like, go get it and bring it back without like getting tagged or whatever, right? Maybe. No? That is correct. Well, yeah, that's that's what they, they were trying it. to do. Yeah. So they, they used the deception. Right. So the one girl... Yeah. I didn't think it was like, go find the flag. I thought it was like, our flag's over there. Go get it back without getting tagged. They're just dumb yeah. and didn't know how to... Like, okay. one side was dumb. Well, yeah, they, it was get it back without getting tagged. Right. Yeah. That's why they had the other Yeah, exactly. I'm explaining this for Chuck because he seems to think it's about hunting for a flag it's not oh you know it's where hunting the flag is. for sport yes <laughs> it's people it is the most dangerous game <laughs> yes that I you can play in capture the flag i see yeah. <laughs> i get it now followed by domination hmm. and hard point mm-hmm. yeah. conquest but anyway so like that scene happens and now it's like the day after that is the kids are going on a field trip wait. to who oh, i'm sorry wait there's another there's more during there okay so there have been hints of this kid being abused by her oh, dad right, yeah right, right, right. Which are really strange because the kid is never doing anything wrong. The dad is just like, stop doing the thing you're doing. Stop it. And Dolph is just kind of getting, he's seeing bits and pieces of this. So he has Bill Bellamy do like, I don't know, Patriot Act bullshit on this dad. He's just like, well, the dad's been drinking during the day. We have him on surveillance footage and we have his credit card statements. Yeah. The weird response to that is Dolph says, how did you get his credit card statements? Not how did you get the surveillance footage of him drinking, mm-hmm. but how did you get his credit card statements? Well, I mean, it's obvious that <laughs> Bill Bellamy is our surveillance expert, I know, so but that's just, easy. Yeah. So Dolph confronts the dad. Yeah. yeah, but he says he says he lost his job. He was a news he was a newspaper ad salesman. Yes. At the times, which is a job that almost doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, right. And almost sure as hell doesn't let you afford to send your kid to a school for fifty thousand no. dollars a year. Yeah. Well, but anyway, no. they, the paper caught on and fired him. Yeah, right. <laughs> and now he's drinking. Mm-hmm. So Dolph confronts him and is just like, "Hey, man, knock it off." 
And the dad, unlike any other dad in this scenario in any movie ever, just stands there and listens. Mm-hmm. And Dolph explains, look, don't drink during the day. I'll find you a job. Yeah. I know I've had some hard listen, times. Yeah. I know where you're coming yeah. from. Hard times, daddy. Hard times. Yeah. And the dad's like, yeah, cool. And yeah. that's it. <laughs> he was like yeah. understanding dad. Where, like, yeah. Whereas in, like, you do that for me. You do that for me. Yeah. In no, real, I do it for Molly. almost quivering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In real life, the dad goes, mind your own fucking business. Yeah. Guy. Punch. And then, yeah. Like I said, when we were watching it in the first movie, there's this same scenario of a parent beating the fuck out of their kid. Arnold goes over and beats the fuck out of the dad. And then the principal calls Arnold into the office and asks him if it felt good to beat him up. Arnold says yes. And she says, good. <laughs> times my how times have changed <laughs> so, see he learned only, he so learned scant, lessons yeah he learned lessons from his time with the children on how to handle this yeah a okay. scant 26 years ago yes. you could solve all problems with extreme violence our hands are not now for look hitting, at us Chuck. look at what's happened to us he just needed you, to talk to him about his feelings yeah 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 he did and he promised to, to get say, him a job how does that make you feel when you abuse your little child yeah Although I guess, you know, if someone immediately walked over to me and said, how about I get you a job? I would probably be like, yeah, right, yeah. if you could, that'd be great. I could use a job. I cannot find a job. Mm. <laughs> I know he can do the job. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but yes, yeah, so all anyway. that happens. So I, next day, essentially, they're they're going on a field trip. The kids are going on a field trip. Yes. They're, without, going, they're yes. going to the sculpture gardens or something. Mm-hmm. Yes. Going to the woods again. Yeah. They're going with Hal to the sculpture gardens, and, and we don't know it yet, but they're going there to bury a time capsule. Yeah. We don't know that for a while. Right. It just seems really strange, but they all go it's, off. It's also really weird to send all these kids out with Hal. Uh, yes. The computer guy. Like, Hal is not good at anything no, so far. No, he's not. He had a fucking taser. <laughs> yeah. Hal's proven himself not to be trustworthy. No. Mm-hmm. He's bad. Yeah. Strike one, Hal. Yeah. yeah, but he's got two more. So <laughs> yeah, no. but and, and also Bill Bellamy has been surveilling our main bad guy mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. And about this point, someone he's he's in the van doing whatever, helping helping Dolph still. And it, kind of as the kids are getting sent out, Bill Bellamy, someone pounds on the door. He's like, "Hey, agent, whatever, we need your help out here." And he goes, "Wait, what the hell?" And he opens the door and gets cold cocked in the face. Mm-hmm. And then. <laughs> The next scene is him calling Dolph, like literally as Dolph is putting the kids on the bus to send them away to yep. the thing. And he's like, all right, I'm going to stay here and ransack more desks, I guess, mm-hmm. or something. And Bill Bellamy calls and he's like, all right, uh, I got some good news and some bad news. The good news is I'm on my way over in an Uber. <laughs> the bad news is the bad guys probably are too. So put the school on lockdown. Yeah. And he's like, an Uber? Why didn't you call for backup? He's <laughs> like, yeah, I did. Uber got here first. <laughs> And then it's cuts to a picture of a Prius just chugging down the hall, yeah. down the highway. Uh, yep. So good. But yes, he goes to tell the principal, finally flashes his gun. is like, look, I'm agent so-and-so. Put the school on lockdown. She's like, that's strike two. And he's like, yeah, we'll deal with it yeah. later. She's like, this is a breach of the circle of trust. Yeah. He's like, I, I'm no he's longer like, a teacher lady. Yeah. He's I'm like, we can deal agent. with that later. Yeah. It's like, you can scold me later. Throw me off the teacher force later. Mm-hmm. I've got a job to do. Let's go. Yeah. Lock yeah. this school down. Yeah. But yeah, he meets up like uh, he meets up with like a hot teacher again, and mm-hmm. like almost immediately, it's like there's bad guys. Or well, what they're oh, no, doing? Bill, Bill, Bill Bellamy, Bellamy shows comes up. In, that's right. Yeah, and and she's like, and he's like, what are you still doing here? That's and, what it is. And yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. well, I'm taking care of Mija, the the hamster. Yeah. And he's like, like we can't if we're leaving the school, we can't just leave him here. And he's like, oh, what the hamster? What? And yeah. And Bill like, Bellamy's like, wait a minute, I've heard that name that 
named Mija before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then he explains how he knows it, which there's no way he knows that. Like he said, oh, that's what the brother called the other brother whenever he's like, me, Jason. He's been doing his research. He's a smart man. He surveillanced it. Yes. <laughs> yes. He, he surveilled the memories yeah. of Good job. this guy. And then Dolph is like, hold on. The kids used to say this poem. It's a this poem. Take all the first letters of all the words and it'll spell out a thing. Mm-hmm. Acrostic. Yeah. Okay. So they, st- they start. This Dolph just starts, or no, Bill Bellamy is writing the words on the chalkboard, or the letters on the chalkboard as they're giving all mm-hmm. the words of the poem, and it gets to time cap. Mm-hmm. So time we cop. all thought it was going to be time cop. Yeah, time cop. It's like they got to go oh, find a DVD copy of time <laughs> cop and watch it for clues, which would be awesome. Uh, but no, it's like time capsule. That's what the kids are burying at the sculpture gardens. Yeah. And they're like, to the sculpture gardens. Mm-hmm. And then the bad guys are like, oh, they, walk in, they walk in slow clapping. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Rus- main Russians just like, thank you very much for providing answer. Now we kill you. Mm-hmm. And then th- they kind of talk their way out of it to get taken along, except for Bill yeah. Bellamy. And they're like, well, what do you want to do with him? And the Russians like, kill him. Yeah. Bill Bellamy's like, oh, you're going to kill the black guy. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So Dolphin stripper teacher go off to the the sculpture garden. Yeah, and she's not happy. No, because it's basically been revealed. Like she did, he had not explained to her yet. Hey, I'm FBI. Yeah, and yeah, also he and also surrender the guns that he had pulled out one out of his ankle holster. And she's yeah. like, what? Yeah. yeah, and also the gangster. The way the way Dolph got him kind of busted the first time was he got in good with the gangster's wife or girlfriend mm-hmm. and whichever it was, and was basically. In a relationship with her yeah. when he busted him, to which she didn't know. Yeah. The, so, and he has, and he points out that story kind of yep. in front of her. So, mm-hmm. stripper teacher does what everyone does in these movies, which is basically like, did you lie about that too? Mm-hmm. You don't like me at all. And he's like, no, no, I like you. You're, you're hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a teacher. Yeah. yeah. But I'm hot for teacher. Yeah. And just the guy in the front seat is razzing Dolph the whole time. He's like, mm-hmm. you're a grade A moron. <laughs> you are terrible. Uh, but yeah, they get to the sculpture gardens and they've got the guns on both of them and like kind of come up on Hal and they're like, send the kids away. And like, we have a gun and, you know, so that the kids don't see it. Mm-hmm. And and he's like, just just do it. You know, do what he says. And Dolph's like, go on, kids, go play in the rock garden, you know, just like Odysseus. Yeah, just, yeah be well, brave like Odysseus. Cowboy is lingering around because Cowboy apparently is... Besides being allergic to peanuts, is dumb. Um, <laughs> well, his name is Cowboy. Cowboy. Yeah. He, his name is Cowboy, and he's allergic to peanuts. I mean, yeah, yeah. His he's, he's allergic to, to all nuts. Song. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's just standing there, like mouth agape, like Dolph. Yeah. And Dolph's like, like Odysseus. Remember, get the thing? it? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, the thing we did before. But yeah, they go all... do something like that. Yeah, put your lives at risk, right. kids. So they all, all, the, all the kids go fuck off into the woods. Um, Hal's like I should probably go with the kids and supervise them because they're kids and the Russians are like no stop right there give us the time capsule and Hal's like wait what you want this you want the children's time capsule <laughs> whatever and they uh, open it up and it's like <laughs> now it's the, the kids oh, it's are, the worst time to be capsule. fair no to be fair they they the kids were looking at the time capsule so I think like the other objects were already out of it but when he dumps the time <laughs> capsule all that comes out 
is a candy bar like a Leatherman multi-tool and a, th- no, and a, 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 and a dr- like it's like that. It's like a shitty. flash drive. It's the shittiest multi-tool in the world. Yeah. Have you ever seen the ones with a hammer on them uh-huh. with the world's most useless hammer? Yeah, yeah it's that fucking multi-tool. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so dumb. And, and the flash you, drive, that's all that comes yeah, out of it. Can you imagine someone in 2200 opening that thing up and just be like, you guys suck. Well, this is the fucking worse. The 21st century was Balls. Uh, Hal gives like this preamble of like, look, none of us will live to get to see the 22nd century. So this is the only way we can show them uh, things that we had. And then you're like, oh, what amazing things are in there. And it's these three dumb things, yeah, one of which is going to rot into oblivion yeah. anyway. Uh, <laughs> the other one's going to demagnetize. So any information that was on that. Thumb yeah, they'd be like, well, what is this dumb thing? You know, so they plug in the thing and it's the list. Mm-hmm. And the Russians are like, OK, we're good here. Um. Uh, and so they ask Dolph if he has any famous last. Well, they 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 take him away. They're gonna mm-hmm. find someone better to kill him, and they take him to this other like little secluded little glen of this. Oh, where there are a bunch garden. of fish statues. Yeah, yeah. he's like, oh, now you can sleep with the fishes. Ha ha ha. Do yeah. you have any last words? He's like, about the last meal. I like Twix. <laughs> yeah. Do you mind if I eat this? And he's like, no, it's no. He's good candy bar. Twix is good candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> How much did Twix pay them? Why did Twix pay movie? them? Why on earth were they like, wow, man, because we can get Twix on board. Kindergarten Cop 2, there's two Twix in every package. Oh. Synergy. It's yeah. Candy Barton Cop <laughs> 2. Uh, I just, I, I love that the guy's like, he's good candy bar. Yeah, he's, 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 right. good candy. he's good candy. He's good candy bar. Yeah. So like he, very good stereotypical. Dolph is just eating thing. his Twix and... <laughs> It's like, yeah, well, hopefully, you know, the Russian's like, well, what did you think was going to happen here? And Dolph's like, well, maybe some miracle will be pulled out yeah. here at the end. And now the kids are now apocalypse <laughs> nowing out of the, <laughs> of the fish in the background yep. with like sharpened sticks yeah, and stuff. Sticks and stuff. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's sticks and stuff, is my, and stuff is my rustic furniture store. Yes, <laughs> it is now defunct. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so like yeah, these kids, you know, just Vietnam their way out of these things <laughs> and, and just take down the Russians. Yeah, they start they, beating over the just six. Distract them long enough for, you know, Dolph to get a couple punches in and mm-hmm. one Russian goes down and and Hal comes out and fucking drops an elbow on him. Mm-hmm. And it just just wrecks his face. He's just punching him over and over oh, yeah. again. Hal right. goes yeah. like Hal becomes Hal's a man. got a lot of aggression. Hal grew up a lot this day. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, he hits him in the face oh, yeah. like a dozen times mm-hmm. and then stands up and does like the Wolverine roar. Yeah. <laughs> but we've cut back to Bill Bellamy about to get shot in the back and the principal lady saved him by hitting him in the back with or hitting the guy who was about to shoot him yes. with a baseball bat mm-hmm. and while saying Hands are not for hitting. Baseball yes. bats are. Yeah. It beats the guy to death. Oh, and there's some really not good... to death. <laughs> well, oh, she we might as well be. There's some really good foley when she hits that guy in the head with the bat. Right. Yeah, but he like, goes like down. that is a great bat hitting a watermelon sound. And like like so many things in this movie, I don't even know if Bill Bell even picks up the gun that you guy has. He's just like, you got this, bye. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, see ya. It's like, really? Like you're good here, tiny principal, principal lady, principal lady of like not even a real school, and then like. <laughs> Um, like she no gives one, him a, a no parting one, kick in the nuts. Yeah, she uh-huh. does, she's like well. looking at him and like kicks him in the nuts really hard, and it's just like that was so satisfying. <laughs> Which I appreciate for some reason. In the middle of this, it cuts to a reaction shot of one of the fish in the fish tank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, 
But yeah, that that happens. So Bill Bellamy is running and trying to join them. Yeah. But now Dolph is chasing chasing the head ga- uh, gangster guy out into the stream that's in this thing, and I mean, it looks like the fucking dirty dancing stream. Yes, it does. But like they start fighting in the stream, and you know. I, I don't know. It's it's kind of a lame fight. They they throw each other into the water a couple of times, and then just he basically almost does the dirty dancing lift as the guy kind of dies for him and just <laughs> body slams him into the into the water and guys down. You know, yeah. like it's done. That yeah. was it. And he says, "Class dismissed." Yeah, mm-hmm. class dismissed. And then everyone is standing on the bank, and Bill Bellamy's like, "Really? That's the best line you got?" He's like, "Well, I was busy." Yeah, <laughs> so it sounded good in my head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, but they they get back the the. The chief gets a chance to yell in Dolph's face once again. <laughs> and then walk off into he's the like, woods. He's like, where is my flash drive? <laughs> and he's like, Howl has it. He's like, who the hell is Howl? <laughs> Have we pointed out the chief's weird tick yet? Which one? The gum thing. Oh, oh the, no. he keeps behind his ear. It's weird. <laughs> like, I've seen this like one other place, and I can't remember where it was, and I don't know if it's an homage to something or not, but... I don't know if it's gum keeps... or if it's like a half straw. I know oh, a lot no, of people... Gum. No, 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 it's gum. Okay. Yeah, because he's chewing, like, he's chewing right. on it. Like, he pulls his gum out of his mouth mm-hmm. several times throughout the movie and sticks it behind his ear. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the, then later pulls it... Well, it's only this scene where he goes from ear to mouth. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was like, oh, I got one of those ones I was because saving. he was so angry wanting the flash drive, I thought he was going to, like, biggie the harmonica and, like, put the flash drive in his mouth and try to eat it. <laughs> yeah. He was like, put this hard drive or put mm-hmm. this flash drive inside me. I need this flash drive. But he just takes it and just violently grabs this gum from behind his ear and yeah. pops it in his mouth. Yeah, at several points he almost goes full Sam Kinison, but never quite gets yeah. there. It's yeah. just like he's talking normally. Like, oh, maybe it saves. Out. Maybe chewing the gum saves yeah. him from chewing too much scenery. But it's nicotine. He gum, gets maybe. the he gets the thumb drive that just turns around and walks off into the woods. Like, yeah, like all, no all one else is over no. there. <laughs> just off into the mist. <laughs> it's like my people need me. Bye, <laughs> bye, guy. <laughs> but anyway, we're done. And like you know. The hot teacher is like, I can't believe you lied to me. And like, I'm going back to the school. And I, Dolph shows up back up. And for whatever reason, they have the scene where it's like, yeah, you lied to me. I don't I don't I don't need to be around you. And then he turns around. She's like, oh, I forgive you. Yeah. Well, she calls it. What's weird is she doesn't say Zach. Mm-hmm. She calls him Agent Reed. Yeah. And then runs up and kisses him. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's because that's what gets her hot. Yeah. I don't know. She had to work <sighs> it out. But they do pay off the dad thing because the the fired dad is standing there picking up his kid and he's wearing a suit now. Oh, yeah. He's got his hair combed, finally. So he's back on the wagon. He's not wearing, like, standard alcoholic schlub jacket, you know, the camel-colored. Yes. Right. All the all the alcoholic schlubs, I have one. Um, we all wear that jacket when we're just fucking sloshed in, in the daytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Dolph like goes into the classroom, and that that's when they do the bit where he looks at the the drawings, and they they show Trip's name mm-hmm. all jumbled, and mm-hmm. the subtitle says Trip. Uh, yep. And then the kids just run in like yay, and they mug you know <laughs> Dolph. That's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then uh, principal comes in and says, Third strike, you're fired, you son of a bitch." Yeah. Because they're smooching in front of the chillins. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. Because all the kids are like ooh. And that one yep. kid's like, ha, cha, 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 or yes, whatever. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Jimmy Durante. Yes, he's Jimmy Durante. Jimmy Durante. Yeah. <laughs> I think the young version would be James Durante. <laughs> yeah. He's ooh-la-la. That's his catchphrase, because yeah. he yeah. said it like three right. times throughout the movie. It's more like Cat Stevens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Kid Stevens. Yeah. And then Kid, the slowest t- title crawl ever, ever starts. <laughs> Where just credits yeah. just like well, we've I got mean, seven they, minutes. They, we need to. They show the kids. The kids each do a little scene where they they dance during the cookie scene. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're like, "All right, we 
give us some footage of run up to the camera and smile with cookie in your mouth. And yeah. Stuff. Mm-hmm. So they'll yeah. get to do that. And that's where we learned that the one kid really was <laughs> <laughs> that that joke worked. Yeah. But aside from that, it's over. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Now we rate it. It's no Stargrove or anything, but I no. think we have to point out that the soundtrack stepped right off the mid nineties. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Keyboard camp. It, it's obtrusive <laughs> as shit for a long time. And I don't know if it just beats you into submission that you just forget about it over after a while or it if it just fit. or if it calmed down. Yeah, it did, but it was just very much like that on the nose shit that was all over every comedy in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it, it wasn't like out of place, but it was just like movies have moved past this, but this movie hasn't moved past what other movies have become, so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's how we rate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go, I guess. Okay. Um, surprisingly, this isn't that bad. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I really was expecting much worse from this, but like, it's. I guess it's watchable, but like in the most basic, like, ah, eh, if you have some time and you were like, suddenly I needed some more kindergarten. It's Chuck cop. Fine. Yeah, it's it's a it's a literal Chuck Fine movie. Like, so I'm gonna give it one jocks because like. I just barely would say, like, yeah, sure, if you've run out of all the interesting Dolph Lundgren movies, you know. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, and you're just bored, you know, barely I'd recommend it, but it's not, even, defi- you know, despite the somewhat offensive <laughs> subtitled stereotype <laughs> yeah. kid thing, it's that like. That one's really bad. That was just weird, but, like, you know, like, it's and, th- thankfully and, not there too often. And Dolph's weird, like. This is all liberal bullshit outburst is like the only real sign of that throughout the movie. Otherwise, he's like, oh, OK, I can play along with this stuff. He's and on board immediately with it. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, it, mm. it, yeah. It, it's like this one weird scene out of all of it. Where yeah. they're like, well, we got to throw a bone to these people because <laughs> right. everything else is, you know. Yeah. But yeah. So, but, yeah, I don't know. One jocks. That's about all mm-hmm. I have to say. It's not awful. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's almost like I. I hate to say it, but I'd almost kind of rather watch this than one of those like made in Bulgaria, you know, Dolph had two weeks to film, you know, one in the chamber type movies. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I'm going to go two jocks because I actually, I laughed quite a few times, like way more than I was expecting to real and laughs too, like actual yeah. genuine, not like, us making fun of it. Yeah, not laughing like, at like it. set up payoff yeah. jokes in this movie that were, we're pretty good, mm-hmm. you know, and Dolph is Dolph, you know, it's, uh, we're going to like him in just about everything. I really can't think of anything where we're like, nah, Dolph sucks in that. Like he, yeah. he gives the right level of what you want. And this has that, this has that level of competence that, like you said, you're not going to be like, oh, but man, like, like you're not going to be like, man, you got to check out kindergarten cop too. But if you watch it, you're not going to be like, uh, eh, that was, that was terrible. You know, it's not like you don't feel like you've wasted 90 minutes watching this yeah it's it's charming enough genial enough (laughs) there's jokes and Dolph (laughs) contains jokes all new movie warning (laughs) contains jokes so yeah it gets two jocks something may be suitable for an audience Mm -hmm. um I'm going to just carry right along that two jocks train I'm gonna go ahead and lock that in before I start talking um it's weird like the chief whatever actual position he held he's the chief in in the in movie mm-hmm. yeah. um Hello, chief. <laughs> one of my favorite movie chiefs 
I mean, probably top, easily top 10 favorite movie chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's something to the way he's never, so he's never just being mean for, like, for being a weird mean chief's sake. He's always just yelling at them for results. And it's weird. He goes a little bit, like, he's almost like the chief that you would see in a kid's movie, but he's just a little bit too brash for that. Um, but he's got this weird charm to him that I really like. And I, it's, it's hard to explain. He's just incredibly, like incredibly charming somehow. Um, he's an okay component in this okay movie. I think he's a better than okay component in this okay movie. Um, he's, he, he's really fun and he's especially fun to watch. Like his facial expressions are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's not just phoning it in and just shouting, with one straight angry face right. at the camera or at Dolph or at Bill Bellamy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually emoting a bit, and I like that. Um, the rest of the movie is fairly fine. Like, the jokes land, which was surprising as hell. I did not expect um, any sort of actual comedy out of this movie. Uh, and I guess lowered expectations... Um, were really this movie's best friend because I expected so little out of it. And when it delivered, I was really pleased. Um, but now my, you know, sort of my reaction has been tempered by that 45 minutes we've been talking about it. Right. Um, but it's just like surprisingly competent. Like it's shot fine. Um, there's, it's amazing how few problems there are with the filmmaking in this movie. Um, the, there's some weird stuff that Dolph does, like the putting his finger up to his ear. Mm-hmm. And there's a weird tone that almost makes this feel like they were thinking about going in a kid-friendly direction. But then the every once in a while, they just crank up the like sexy music and, <laughs> right. you know, a couple curse words here and there. But mm-hmm. again, two jocks. Um, you. You can see this movie. It's fine. <laughs> you can. You, you can, can. You can, can now see officially you see this movie. Put that on that box. Yeah. You can see this movie. All new movie that you can see. Right. Visual. <laughs> Contains acting. It actually does contain acting. It does. Yes, there it is does. acting. Um, so I guess I'm going to continue my trend of giving movies one jocks and saying that's a minor recommendation. It is something you should see. I, I think seeing the original Kindergarten Cop again over the weekend kind of brought this one down for me a little bit because I was surprised how much that movie was still good. Like, really surprised how much that movie was still competently good and not just a bunch of kid bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, this... the You kind of have to suffer through the, the first third of this movie before he gets to the kids because you know the comedy is going to come from giant Dolph Lundgren with kids. Right. Uh, so like the first bit of this movie is bad. It's dull. It's not very good. Like the action is not good. Mm. It is not, it's just boring. It's milk toast. Yeah. It's just, it's adequate. It gets what it needs to do, but it's just, it's not doing anything fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, then he gets to the kids and his acting in this is so odd. He, like I said before, he's kind of floating above the movie in a lot of scenes like he's not fully committing to the character he's just kind of like yeah whatever you know that's most of his 
reactions to a lot of things are him just being like, okay, whatever, you dumb kid, just get away from me. And, you know, mm-hmm. okay, computer guy, I'm going out on a date with this person. It's, it's He's just floating above it all for the longest time. And it's weird if you think about it. This is the first time that Dolph has gone into this territory. Whereas all the other action-y people, you know, Arnold and The Rock and Vin Diesel, all these people have all gone down that path of kids movie. Mm-hmm. Dolph's never done that. Are you sure? You're like you looked at his whole filmography. His filmography is all like even when he stopped making the real movies, right. it was, he just went to Bulgaria and made a bunch of the action movies, oh, okay. you know, just... filmed in the rubble. Um, <laughs> it, they're just there was never like Dolph in you know the PG you know. Now he's a clown and has to you know be, be yeah. learn how to be a father. He never did that. Um, so yeah, I it, it is a recommendation. It is a surprising recommendation. I really. I was worried about it the first like 20, 30 minutes. I was really worried about it just being a blah, nothing movie, but it's got jokes and, and they are legitimate jokes. I mean, they are not like you're not laughing at the movie. You're laughing with it. So kindergarten t- cop two, you could do worse. <laughs> you can watch it and you can do worse. Stamp it's a it movie. on the box. <laughs> yes. All these things. All right. Well, let's take a break. Shall we? Please. All right. All right, welcome back. Hey, hey guest. Second half. Half number two. Mm-hmm. Two of two. What should we talk about this half? Movies. Okay. Our weekend of movies. Yeah. I saw oh. a couple movies. Oh, you did? Uh, they are relevant to Bamcast listeners. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I watched a couple of Vigilante Justice movies. Oh, did you now? I did. Mm. I watched 1980's The Exterminator. Okay. Starring the guy from Cop Target and <gasps> Steve James. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Why didn't you save this for a Banffcast episode? Well, okay. There were some... The Exterminator is one of those movies where it, it's got a reputation. That mm-hmm. it might have had some content in it that would go against things oh. we like. Okay. The Exterminator is a rough... It, it's gritty. Okay. It is a gritty movie. There, It's one of those movies where it's like, okay, on paper, this is a vigilante movie where bad guys are going to get wrecked because the vigilante is in the right, but everything is happening so violently that it just makes you uncomfortable. Mm. It's, not, it's not just dudes getting shot and flying through walls and that's the end of it. It's dudes are getting tortured and dudes are getting set on fire and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, the justice is happening, but the movie's making you feel bad about mm-hmm. it. So it's kind of uncomfortable. I think we would have an awkward time watching it, although it's the stunt work in this thing is insane. Just flat out. It's one of those movies where they're trying to kill everyone in the production. Okay. Just in every shot. Yeah. If one thing had gone wrong, five people would be dead. Yeah. I mean, they're just running cars into people and people are just dodging punches and people go flying off camera and there's just this stunt Vietnam stunt spectacular at the beginning. It's, it's crazy. It is a crazy movie. It's on Hulu. Everyone should watch it. Uh, it, like I'm saying, I listen, it is violent as fuck and super uncomfortable at times, but it is, it's, it's what Steve James. It does. It has a very early Steve James and he's, you can see he's being very Steve Jamesy, uh, 
you know, you you could tell that guy was going to go on to make some more movies. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, everyone should go and watch the Exterminator. Uh, then I watched Exterminator Two. Yeah, which oh, is a sequel. Bugaloo. Yes, which is a sequel to the Exterminator. The first one, not a canon film. The second one is a canon film, and man, does it show it! It is. <sighs> Someone tried to make a filmed sequel to The Exterminator, and then the canon people said, no, it's not canon-y enough. Go and put <laughs> some more canon in it. Mm-hmm. And so someone else was brought in to add a bunch of stuff to it. The stuff they add is fantastic. Like, they just armor up garbage trucks and put remote control machine guns on it and yes. make it just a battle machine, and dudes get set on fire like left and right every three minutes or something like that. The problem is, is that... It's all edited together in a way where the movie doesn't make any goddamn sense at all mm-hmm. because it's literally two movies just jammed together. That's a shame. It's worth a watch because it's got a lot of dumb fun in it. And Mario Van Peebles is the bad guy. He plays mm. a uh, uh, a gang leader named X who's out of his goddamn mind. And the gangs in this movie are all kind of treated like those Italian movies, like like the Bronx Warriors and stuff like that. So like... They all have like uniforms and Mm -hmm. they all carry torches and they have an underground layer. You know, it's like the weird like Italian mentality of what New York gangs are like, but they're not. So it has that kind of flavor to it. But it's it's a it's a train wreck of a movie. It is is one of the worst assembled movies I've seen in a long time. (laughs) It's just like like it. They couldn't even get cop target guy back for a lot of it. So they just have him in like a welder suit which is just a stunt man going around doing all the things that that the main character is doing. Mm-hmm. It just it never makes any sense. You can you can see the seams all over this thing. You're like, "Oh, they clearly filmed that in LA and this is New York and yeah. It's a it's a train wreck, but it's a fun canon train wreck, so that okay. should that should be seen as well. Uh I don't I think I had that on DVD. I don't know where that is available, but watch the first one on Hulu, seek out the second one. All right. Extermination. Yes. Have yourself an exterminating time. And Steve James is in it. Yes. So. Yes. It is a Steve James recommendation. I like it. I just don't I don't don't think we should do it. All right then. Yeah. So you ready for some more Japan and May? Japan and May. Boy, I am, let me tell you. So it's a double portmanteau, after all. <laughs> but that means yes. there are two. Yes. Yeah. That does. A portmanteau. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Right. <laughs> on that note, yeah. on that note, give it I so it was a uh, giant ass robot fighting week. Oh, big, big AKA, garf. AKA hashtag oh, garf. I garf. I thought it was barf. Big ass robot fighting. It was barf. But if you had read any of our communications this week, you would yeah. see it's garf. And it stuff. went back and forth. Oh, uh, okay. But it's a giant ass robot fighting. All right, week. garf. Uh, first, the world according to garf. Yeah, <laughs> go. However, it's only kind of giant ass robot fighting week because mm. I I asked. When I asked for recommendations, I wanted self-contained stuff mm-hmm. because it seems like the majority of giant ass robot fighting anime is like, all right, here's this 36 part series. Mm-hmm. And, and here's, I was here's like, the second part of that 36. Yeah, part series. exactly. It was like, OK, I don't want that. I want like get me in and out in two hours. And so first one that I went with was Pat Labor or <laughs> Pat Labor or it's actually it's Pat Labor, the movie. Mm-hmm. Because it's patrol labor, another portmanteau, right? <laughs> and in this one, 
this one is like a kind of, there's a series that follows it. There's other movies that follow it, but this was kind of, as far as my understanding was the first one, but as usual, they drop you in. I've noticed this also with, if it's not Miyazaki, they drop you in mid action scene. Almost every, so far this has held true Mm -hmm. is mid action scene is dudes are shooting robots in a forest and they're like running rampant and nobody, I don't know anything that's going on, but eventually the plot shows up that, it is this police force that uses giant robots to be police. But we've also replaced like any construction equipment or anything like that have been replaced with labors, which are giant robots that, you know, instead of like a crane, you'd use a robot or such. Mm-hmm. And they've started going rogue, even though they're not supposed to be able to, because there's been some system upgrade that's put in them. And, all of the ones that have gone rogue have that upgrade in their OS. And so Hmm. at at some point, this leads to an action scene where two of the robot cops, the patrol labor, Pat Pat labor, (laughs) Pat labor have to go stop one of them. That's going rogue while there's a guy in it trying to drive it. And he's like, Oh fuck, I can't control this thing. It's gone crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you get a Pacific rim ish type, scene where they're trying to take this thing down in the middle of like the downtown district, hmm. which is pretty cool. But how long does it take to get there? Uh, that scene isn't, isn't far, okay. but then there's a lot of investigation as far as like trying to figure out how, um, you know, what the hell, like why this virus is doing this. And there's like police detectives. There, there's a lot of characters going on, but eventually it leads to a, giant ass robot fight on a platform because it's they they discover that what's going to happen is all every all of these things all of these labors are going to be activated at a certain time and they're trying to get to a place that can stop that and it almost becomes like a zombie movie except if all the zombies were giant robots (laughs) and your heroes were a couple of the robots that are trying to fight them <laughs> oh, okay. Just fight like robot zombies. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Zombies. It, it, it's pretty fun, and it has a surprisingly like uh, lucid through line mm-hmm. throughout it. Like, which I was like, oh, good. Like, I can follow this. I understand what's going on because because <laughs> the I, best because these two. But this week also, I had to watch both with subtitles mm-hmm. and original. No or, dubs available. Uh, I. It's tough enough finding yeah. oh, I know. some of yeah, this I, stuff I, trust me. as it is. Yeah. But yeah. But it was, um, I actually really, I had fun with it. Uh, I don't, like, I enjoy the world that they created because it's, it's set firmly in that time uh, of, like, the late 80s, early 90s, where it's basically the pre-internet version of what 20 years later is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Like, if everything advanced, but the internet didn't happen. And... I'll always have a soft spot for that sort of thing. You know, that, that internetless future (laughs) that everyone thought was coming. Mm -hmm. And this is set firmly in that world, but Hmm. it was, I mean, it's, it's okay. But as Scott warned me, he's like, after he watched it, he's like, yeah, if you think it's just going to be like Pacific Rim, where just robots are fighting all the time, it's not that at all. Which shows up in the next one that I watched, which is Macross. Do you remember love? Which is a, it's basically if you did a reboot slash remake movie of a TV series, except you used footage from the TV series and kind of told the same story is apparently what it is. 
uh-huh. is kind of like a condensed version of everything that happens in one of the 36 episode Macross series. And this one, this is the one where it became, okay, this is what I thought all anime was, right. was this. Was it starts with a concert scene with a girl singing, and then suddenly there are, like, there, it's on a giant ship called Macross, mm-hmm. and they're suddenly being attacked by creature, like another race from the future, and everyone's in jet slash transformer robot things firing drunken rockets at each other everywhere, and everything's blowing up, and things are going crazy, and. I think animators just like drawing those rockets that go in a straight line and then do like the spiral crazy drunken thing and then hit their target anyway. They look cool. They always look cool. And there were about 75,000 of them in the first 15 (laughs) minutes of this movie. Huh. Outside of the concert scene, which is like the first seven minutes of the movie. Okay. Is a virtual, not virtual, but it's like an anime concert, which then leads to... (laughs) our main character saving the lead singer girl who's like supposed to be a famous pop singer Mm -hmm. and saving her and they fall in love and become boyfriend and girlfriend for a while. Meanwhile, (laughs) there's it, it, it just like this movie, a ton of shit happens. It's like the other ones it's felt like, you know, like you think about paprika and like red line, like red lines, like, all right, you had a race, and then you kind of got to know the racers, and then you had a much bigger race that might have had a nuclear explosion in the middle of it, and then it's over. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like you can simplify it to sure. that. This one, it's like, okay, there's this, and then there's this love triangle thing, and then there's this thing about this whole race that's very Mass Effecty, like everything that came before humans were there, and like all this other stuff, and then how they resolve all that. And it's like, oh my God, you've just stuffed a ton of shit in this movie. But it's still surprisingly follow like easy to follow, despite all that. <laughs> Even though they have, you, you keep hearing the guys talking about precursor, precursor, which mm-hmm. is the or, or preculture, protoculture. That's what it is, protoculture. Because <laughs> apparently, all the races that are fighting have all evolved from one race. Ah, yeah. And you know, eventually they get back to Earth and find out that Earth is fucked. Like doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> even though everyone had been gone off in spaceships. And then when they thought when they come back, they're like, "Oh, we're back to Earth." And it's like, "Not nah, Earth's a wasteland now. You're fucked." Cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> there are so, like uh, like I I see how it influenced so many things, and you know, it's like you see all the. It's got that really weird juxtaposition of like the music that's happening, like the pop music, like mm-hmm. the. Japanese ballad type stuff is playing over a giant space battle, like just crazy, insane, 50,000 things on screen space battle. But it's also someone singing a Japanese love song over it. And that sounds like anime. (laughs) And it actually kind of works. Huh? But I will say the score, like the actual orchestral score in that one is fucking amazing. Hmm. It's like John Barry doing a Battlestar Galactica Saturday morning cartoon thing. Okay. It's like a, this weird combination of all that, but it's fucking great throughout. And the pop songs are like actually kind of catchy. Like, especially the one at the very end, I was like, Oh, this is not good. This get this out of my head now. (laughs) Too catchy. Even though I don't know the words, you're going to be buying anime soundtracks on iTunes. (laughs) Probably not. Blu-rays of OVAs Mm -hmm. and soundtrack OSTs. 
I do know that the the <laughs> one that the uh, the ship that the main character flies around is the one that they made into the jet fire toy for transformers. Oh, like that didn't match the one on the TV show at all. Right. Right. But it was, it's like straight up, like even the, all the attachments that came on it. And I was like, Oh, I fucking have that one. So, and that was, that was also one of like the coolest transformers of all time. So, and it's just well, basically just a Macross. Now you know figure. it's a Macross toy, oh, no, and you I, can I start collecting was. all of those. <laughs> no, no, I, I knew it was because I just know to way him in too all much about Transformers. Crap. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's surprisingly easy to follow, and just but it's just crazy. Like like I can see how if you take a piece of a lot of these anime movies and you just like drop it on YouTube, you're gonna go like if you if you took that space battle where it's got the girl singing the song over everything getting blown up and, you know, people like things exploding and people getting decapitated and all that. And you're like, anime is weird. Like what the fuck is, what is going on? But uh-huh. like, it's one of those things where like, if you watch the rest of it and you see it in the context of how that happens, it, it works a lot better. And I think that's, that's my problem is I've only seen anime stuff out of context. So, so often it's like, the fuck is this? What the fuck is happening? And <laughs> Who even, the fuck is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> and even though like there were points in that movie where I was just like, what the fuck is happening? It was still really like it it held my interest and it held the through line through it, but hmm. yeah, and, and I ended up liking that one better better than Pat Labor. Because Pat Labor felt very standard, almost. Yeah, I got through about twenty minutes of Pat Labor and gave up because I I couldn't deal with the subtitles. I, I yeah, just, the I subtitles couldn't. made it a lot more difficult. Well, I, I, I mean, that. I'm not trying to badmouth the animation, but I mean, there was just like one scene where it was like reused animation after reused animation, and like people yeah. just talking, and I was like, I was fall asleep. I was like, I can't do this right now. The yeah. subtitles like are not holding. And my there's a lot. There were a lot of scenes in both of these, like the the Macross one. You could tell the budget for sure. I mean, there's like some heavily detailed stuff mm-hmm. going on in a lot of them. But there's also a lot of scenes where a character will finish talking, and then it will just be like a still frame. Like, did this freeze up on me? All right. Or it's like, no, that was just supposed to be like a reaction shot, even though they don't do anything. Yeah, nothing's moving on screen, so it kind of throws you off. But but yeah, I I had fun with both of them. I, I see why it's people were like, no, don't it, like that's that's probably not the place to go. Like Green Cap, he's like, I'm a big fan of Macross, and you should not be watching that first. <laughs> I was like, sorry, dude, find me something. You know, like, every place is either the best or the worst place to start. So yeah, and and I think we talked about this at one point that like every everything is somebody's favorite thing, yes. and everything is also somebody else's like least favorite thing and the most terrible ever, and there's no rhyme or reason to it almost like it's very difficult to tell who's going to enjoy what, Mm -hmm. but like, I'm sure my, like the first anime that just super clicks with me is probably going to be the one I latch onto forever and say, that's the best thing I've ever seen. That's anime Mm -hmm. that just hasn't happened yet. But you know, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be something really dumb and you know, all the cultured anime people are going to mock me for it, but Whatever and the first thing is that comes along where I'm cares. like, hell yeah, that's the one. I get that one. Then people are going to... No, mm, but you know what? There'll be plenty of people that'll be on your side. I know. Like, yeah, I fucking love that I one. Know. I know. Just watch Totoro and, you know, God, just make God. it that. Okay. Yeah, if you, if you watch any of them. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll do that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it 
it wasn't a bad week, but like I said, it's kind of like everyone, all the big ass giant ass robot fighting that people like is you got to watch an entire series to get there. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for any of that yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But next week will be uh, ultra violent eighties week Mm. to wrap it up Mm -hmm. with uh, Akira. And one that Yen's sent, which is Demon City Shinjuku. Oh, it is going to be a double feature. I thought I thought Akira was getting its own week. No, no, no. Okay. I'm I'm gonna. I hope I have time to do both. All right. I almost didn't. I I came down to the wire on uh, getting Macross in today, but I made it, just barely. Good job. I animated it. <laughs> you Japan made. <laughs> oh, I get it. So, is it uh, time for correspondence then? Are yeah, we, we done with Japan May for the week. We get yeah. letters. Yeah, right. we, we got some. Get some teletypes. Oh, open up the mailbag. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That. Yeah. Bag of mail. Mm-hmm. So, uh, first one up is going to be from, uh, let's see, Matt. All right. Who says he has a Japan May follow up. Huh. I believe you wrote us last week. There was one I ended up not reading, unfortunately, and I don't remember if it was his or not. But anyway, he says, just finished listening to the last podcast. I want to warn y'all, Satoshi Khan's work really is as good as I and others have made it out to be. However, I do need to warn you about Perfect Blue. Though a marvelous, delirious, hallucinogenic, Hitchcock-like thriller of the First Order, it does contain one brief attempted rape and one more disturbing simulated rape. The main character is an actress in a scene. Both are essential to the story and neither is exploitative in the least, but I... But they remain quite disturbing. I hesitate to warn you about it, lest this mean that you're going to skip it now, but I thought you'd appreciate the warning more than being blindsided. Yes, we always appreciate that warning. Thank you. Yep. Uh, glad you all were such fans of the Miyazaki movies this last week. Your comments about how Kiki's felt more like a Disney film are interesting as they come by it honestly. Japanese animation and comics all trace their lineage back to Osamu Tezuka, best known in the U.S. for Astro Boy, who's profoundly influenced by Walt Disney. That's right. The origins of anime were built on a foundation of American animation and comics. It's fun to watch the anime Uberales crowd (laughs) struggle with that. (laughs) By seeing Totoro and Kiki's, you've seen some of the best pieces of childlike wonder in Miyazaki's repertoire right off the bat. Really, only some of Porco Rosso, Laputa, and the inferior Ponyo are in that same vein. His work does vary widely from there, from zany comedy to touching drama to expensive sci-fi and intricate fantasy worlds, and even recently controversial subjects. Don't let anyone tell you they're all gems. Avoid Hal's Walking Castle and Tales of Earthsea. Though the latter was by his son, but they're mostly great, charming works. Hmm. I thought it was Moving Castle. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he said Hal's Walking. Maybe it's a translation thing. Um, yeah. I don't yeah, know. But he says, uh, as for the cultish, one of us, we accept you, gobble, gobble, nature of... Google an- gobble. <laughs> <laughs> gobble. Yeah, sorry. That's, yeah. that's a little better. Yeah, yeah Google gobble. Go- <laughs> I, I was trying to read it too quick. Sorry. Uh, nature of anime fandom. There's a very good reason for that. A surprising mm. amount of the time, it works. I know from personal experience that if you hand out just the right combo of high-grade, uncut anime, such as y'all are consuming, you'll have a full-blown anime addict on your hands and nothing flat. Typically, a convert will burn out in about two years, but those fans are the most rabid about recruiting. Mm-hmm. And then they've addicted another three or four friends, and so on and so on. So it's like that game you play, the yeah. where you're trying to infect everyone yeah. across the world. Hey, yeah. hey man, you got, you got any more <laughs> anime? Yeah. Y'all got any more of them giant yeah. fiber robots? Oh, I need some Miyazaki. Oh, just, just give me one episode of an OVA, man. I'll be good. <laughs> He says it's the self-sustaining fandom pyramid scheme, and it works. Watch yourselves. I already have anime podcasts. I don't need y'all converting hardcore on me. Crash and burn. MC out. Sent via semaphore from my signal tower. My arms are tired. Hmm. So thanks, uh, I Matt. don't think I don't think you have to worry about that. 
Yeah. I, I mean, we're not. I think all. Yeah. Three quarters of us have been dipped in anime at some point, and <laughs> I've had my shots. We're not infected. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chuck, though, I don't know. Chuck, I can see Chuck getting turned into a big old no, weirdo. No, no, yeah. no. If no. I said you had a beautiful anime, would you hold it against me? <laughs> no. I am no longer infected. Nope. Yeah. Uh, I can see it happening. You'll get into it. He just needs the right one, like I said. And then it's, it's two years of the anime train for but. Chuck before he finally burns out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one is from Scott. From Dallas. He says, Buenos noches, senors. He says, Good evening, Hola. bad movie fiends. Hello. Scott from Dallas here. And last night at the Elmo Draft House, I got to see the 1986 movie Night Ripper. And yes, that is an exclamation point in the title. Night Ripper is a slasher film slash soap opera about a Jack the Ripper like killer who targets female models and two photographers who are unfortunately involved. The most famous actor in this movie is a person you will know not by name, but by the role as the soup Nazi in an episode of Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. He delivers a pretty magnificent performance where every line delivery has this weird innuendo to it that makes him feel like he's about to reveal that he's the killer. It's a very weird tone to have, even more so when half of the cast seems to try to emulate it. There are multiple conversations where every participant has that tone going. It gives the movie a very weird vibe where you're constantly wondering who the actual killer is, but not due to anything the filmmaker did intentionally. At one point, you see an extra in the background standing in an ambiguous manner, and I was trying to figure out if it was foreshadowing or just really bizarre direction. Also, I don't know if the editor on the film was incompetent in the perfect way or realized what a joke the movie was and decided to cut it accordingly, but a lot of scenes are cut with perfect comedic timing that bad movie parodies only wish they could emulate. Shame about all the night driving, though. Why couldn't bad filmmakers have found a more than one way to pad out a movie's runtime? Check this movie out sometime. On a side note, I'm glad glad you enjoyed the works of Hi- Hayao Miyazaki. Since you like them so much, I'd suggest checking out Lupin the Third, Castle of Cagliostro for a Miyazaki movie about a French art thief who tries to nab a castle's counterfeit currency creator. And also check out Palm Poco, which is a Miyazaki movie about raccoons with giant testicles. Crash and Burn, Scott from Dallas. Sure. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, Lupin the Third was almost watched because uh, he described it as a, uh, yeah, it was basically, he was like, it's a heist movie. And I was like, all right, I think I might do that. Isn't that the one that they turned into the uh, laser disc laser disc game? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say I've played that, so I know a lot of Lupin the Third. Yeah. I don't remember what it was called. Well, well Lupin the Third is apparently like a whole series of stuff. Oh, well, just... it might have been that one. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I do. You're right about what they turned it into. I just don't remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. But I can yeah. find out. Yep. But yeah, it that one was almost on the list. I've actually saved it. I was gonna, I was gonna watch that one at some point, but. It'll have to wait till later. Yeah, I never never made it into the Lupins the Third when I was watching anime back in the day. Cliffhanger mm. was the name of the game. Cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And we got one more. This one's from Cameron. Hi, Cameron. Titled, What the Fuck, Chuck? Oh, never mind, Cameron. Hail Banffcast. This is Cameron. Hail. <laughs> Hail indeed. This, this is Cameron. No, I'm not a trucker, a secret agent or a like the bird like all your other fans but i have been listening since 3 bc before chuck hmm. i'm getting caught up on shows and i have to say that the stunned silence in the ice pirates episode was heartbreaking bags chuck really <laughs> used to be into the fun and crazy movies you've really changed man <laughs> cameron out sent for my two cans with a string in the middle you really have changed chuck i have you have changed. i have that movie hurt me hmm. we th- i still think you're like making up for liking it so much when you were younger no she just seemed like I'm not over, angry i'm about not overcompensating it. i think there's a lot of the, uh, that 
clumsy robot bullshit is half that movie and it's mm. irritating as shit you saw my face at the beginning of that movie yeah. the first five minutes you saw how i felt hey we recovered from that first five minutes i, I agree you? but it's just a lot of just why do they have these robots they're all useless <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah that, that ice pirates is a super bummer stand by my rating all right deal you are it. a super bummer but yeah, that's it for this week. Oh, okay. Man, yeah. cruising right through. I guess it's my time to shine again for the second time this episode. Shine it on, man. That you, means oh, it's... you shined? You yeah, shown? I did. Oh. The intro. Oh. I was amazing. Oh. Oh, that award winner. Yes. Mm. Best intro of the year <laughs> so far. At the potties. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See you at the potties. <laughs> Anyhow, it's time for contact information, and that means go to bmfcast.com, look at the buttons on the right-hand side. That'll take you to all our social stuff. Also, all of our episodes are there, duh. Um, you can also email us directly, bmf at bmfcast.com, or give us a call on the Garfield hotline, the BMFCast phone, 9105-JOX-BMF or 910-556-9263. Count it. Hi. Done. Hmm. Hi, all right. yo, Miyazaki. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hi. Yo. All right, well, let's get out of here, shall we? Mm -hmm. All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast Out. <laughs>